Hello, I'm John Deeks and welcome to Your Life Choices, the podcast. Well, if you're like me and look at your superannuation balance a little too often, you'll notice it's not travelling north, in fact, it's travelling south. Now, I know there are swings and roundabouts when it comes to super and investments, but I'd like to find out what impact the new Labor government might be having on investment savings and, indeed, superannuation and a whole lot more. So for the answers to these questions and more, we turn to our great friend of your life choices, the all-seeing, all-knowing sage of the financial world, the guru himself, Noel Whitaker. Welcome, Noel, and can you help us navigate these murky waters, mate? Hi, Dixie. What a wonderful introduction. Gee, you use your words well. Well, I tell you what, you are, you are the man who, look, I've got to tell you something. My financial advisor, and I won't tell you who it is, but you, you right. do know him. He was talking to me about doing some things with a superannuation and all the rest of it because I'm in, you know, coming up for 72, a kid, yeah. you know. And yeah. uh, I said, now I'm going to interview Noel Whitaker. Have you got some questions I could ask him? And he's, he's sent me some questions. I don't understand them, but I'm going to read them out to you. And I'll give you the first one. Are you ready? Um, interest rate policy, we have lurched from lower for longer and central bank statements of no increase until 2024 to a 3% plus by year end. How did central banks get it so wrong? Can tightening monetary policy effectively fight the causes of inflation in the system at present? That's a very complex question. <laughs> well, I guess remember back, back in the day we had the recession we had to have with Paul Keating. Yep. This is the recession we didn't have to have. I mean, this is entirely the fault of world central banks. This is a worldwide thing. It's not an Australian thing. It's worldwide. They've been printing money since 2008 when the global financial crisis hit. They haven't stopped. When I was doing economics, they said if you lived on an island and the currency was conch shells, and you doubled the number of shells in circulation with no increase in the number of goods or services, you would double prices. And that's exactly what's happened. I mean, this crazy statement that there would be no rises till 2024, you know, I mean, it's a worldwide thing. I spoke to my son in America yesterday. His housing rate is fixed for 30 years at 2.4. He took it out two years ago. Mm-hmm. New buyers in America are now paying 5.6% on their houses. He's got a Mazda motor car, $130 American to fill it up with petrol. An ordinary old Mazda. So mm. petrol price in America has doubled in Great Britain. Inflation is the highest for 40 years. You just keep pumping out money. This is the inevitable consequence. So what does it all mean, now for us uh, moving into the future? Well, I always say to anyone of our of our age, if you control the things you can control, you shouldn't need to worry about the things you can't control. True. You know, as we know, the the, the war in Ukraine's hit, but inflation was rampant long before Ukraine started. So I guess all we can do is tighten our budgets and spend carefully, the first thing, because this is not going to be over quickly. You've seen so many dips and uh, peaks across your time as a as a financial guru, but yeah. Noel Whitaker, um, do you think this is this has any unique consequences for the next decade? No, I don't think so. I mean, I've you know I've seen it, I've watched it happen, but I mean, my superannuation has taken such a battery. 
because it went up so quickly. Yeah. You know, some of the stuff I was in went up six times, but all of a sudden it's, it's way, way down. This is the whole point. But I think it's important to, for, for, for starters, you can't blame the government in power. This is nothing to do with the local government, you know, to be fair. Uh, it, it would have happened no matter who was in power. The boss of the Fed seems to have taken a, a punt each way going, look, I really don't know what's going to happen, but, you know, we're going to keep an eye on things. Well, he, he made the statement very recently that we're not having bigger tax on rates. We're not going up 075 as he said, as we progressively move them up, it'll be increments of a quarter or a half, which means, mate, they're going up. Yeah. And I reckon they'll go up the cash rate reaches 3.5 at least. A lot of our listeners, of course, are on the pension and, and survive on that. Can you give us yeah. some clues as to, to what you see the outlook for pensions? Well, as we speak, there's a big push to let pensioners work or earn more money, uh, but but don't forget that the income test only affects income-tested pensioners. I, I mean, if you're an asset-tested pensioner, you can earn what you like. Uh-huh. I mean, if, if you're an asset-tested pensioner, you've got assets as a couple of $840,000, you could earn 65000 a year. That only affects income-tested pensioners, uh-huh. as does the deeming rates. They only affect income-tested pensioners. Right. And do, do you think that the uh, the Labor government will be more sympathetic to putting more money into the, the pensions for those who are only surviving on that? I don't think they will. I mean, the, the pensions all went up, or well, they're going up after June 30. Uh, there's a four times a year they're automatically adjusted. And I see... Given the uh, the past state of the finances, mm. and given that Jim Chalmers has said we we'll all need to tighten our belts and make sacrifices, no, no, they won't touch the pension. No, I mean they won't. They won't increase the amount you get. So the uh, you you don't see the Labor government um, affecting the investment savings or the super system in in Australia. That's a different issue. Uh, I'm a, I'm a bit concerned about that. There's a budget in October. I wonder what they'll do to super. Mm. One thing they could do, at the moment, your pension amount's tax-free and you pay 15% in accumulation. Maybe they might tax the whole lot of 15%. Right. Now, there would be an outcry. Imagine the headlines. Mm. You know, I don't know what they'll do. There's not much they can do. Is this a good time to uh, to buy in the dip if you were – you know, fiddling around in the share market uh, or should we brace for further market weakness? Look, I think we need to get back to basics, Dixie. And the first thing is that nobody can consistently time the market. And those who think, I'll get out now and get back when it's risen again, it'll be risen before they know about it. But, you know, there was a massive crash recently when America tumbled. Hmm. You know, the top 116 Australian companies all tumbled. Now, this is your Woolworths, Coles, JB Hi-Fi, West Farmers, you know, banks, everything. Nothing happened to make those companies not as good as they are. It's just that their price took a tumble with America. It's the nature of the stock market to have four negative years and six good years out of 10. The market having tumbled has never made, has never failed to make a new high. And if you're 70 now, you've got maybe 20 or 30 years ahead of you. Mm. You've got to take a long-term view. 
Noel, just on superannuation again, many of us have the opportunity to to move our superannuation uh, within the structure to to shares or to cash or or whatever, and there are those facilities within. Is your advice just to sit tight with what's how it is at the moment? Yeah, I think to be in a balanced fund is the way to be as long as you've got at least three years' expenses in the cash area. That's the key. And I'm getting emails now, oh, do you think I've got a couple of hundred grand in super? Should I take it out before it all vanishes? Well, one of the key findings of the retirement income review was this type of behaviour is so harmful to Australians. You know, you, you must leave it be. I mean, in the long term, super funds have averaged 8%. But that's not 8% month in, month out. It might be up 18 one year and down 8 the next year. Mm. You know, But the long-term average is around 8 or 9%. So just as long as you've got enough cash for your immediate, immediate requirements, then, then it's fine. And don't look at it too often. You'll go mad. I know, but I do that. I can't help myself, but yes. <laughs> but there's also what happens. I mean, I've, I had my, my cash flow carefully structured. Then my wife says, I think we need new carpets in the bedroom. Okay. That means new curtains. Okay. Now, we can't have new curtains and new carpets with a crappy bathroom. Okay. We can't have one nice bathroom and one bad bathroom upstairs. So now the the carpets have cost me the curtains and two bathrooms. That's sort of blowing my cash flow. So these things happen. You are so right. So therefore, you have to write another book. Uh, leading me onto my book. like like yes. onto my next question. You've of course your your piste resistance is still retirement made simple by Noel Whitaker. Yes, uh, and and so many others making money superannuation. Um, you know, made simple and downsizing and all the rest of it. Are you working on anything new at the moment? I've got a brand new book. I don't tell me. Re- renovating the house. No. <laughs> Ten Simple Steps to Financial Freedom for Young People. Oh, I love it's that. Only, it's only ten chapters. It's all it is. It's 22,000 words, you know, about 130 pages. Just ten simple steps which are not difficult, and if you follow them, your success is guaranteed. Tell me the chapter headings. I'll tell you the first one. The first one is spend less than you earn. Oh, duh. Yeah, now that. 80% of people don't do that. Yeah. But it's all about putting something aside from each pay and letting it build. But the trouble is that compounding is slow to work. It's magic. Mm. And people want everything today. You know, they want to be lose four pounds in four days and an overnight millionaire. Good things take time. But also now there's a big push on don't wait two weeks for your wages. That's not fair. I want to get my wages today, not in two weeks' time. It uh, it scares me that the kids don't use the old uh, adage of um, if you can't afford it, don't buy it because this before, after pay and all that kind of stuff scares the willies out of me to think that you know the kids can get gratification so fast, um, yet yes. it comes to bite them in the bum later on. Yes, and the trick around that is goals. If if your goal is to save a house deposit, you're less likely to be tempted by after paying all this sort of stuff. Now, Noel, we've saved the best to last. There are changes coming up in the pensions. Can you give us a summary of what we can expect coming up in the near future? Well, the the pensions are changing on July the 1st. 
the asset test threshold. So a couple can now have 915500 and still get access to a part pension. And the single can have 609250 before they lose the pension. So because the asset thresholds have changed, most people are getting a bit more. And the deeming thresholds have changed as well, slightly, which means income-tested pensioners should get more if they're deemed. There's a major change to the Commonwealth Seniors Health Card, which is prized. And remember, it's not asset-tested. So you can have $100 million and still get it, but it's income-tested. Mm. But the Morrison government raised the income test to $144,000 and Labor promised to match it. That's the deemed income on the super from which you're drawing a pension. And nobody's got really, they can't have more than about $1.8 million in pension mode mm. and that's deemed at about eighty grand. you have still got 64000 you can earn. So you could have $3.4 million in pension paying super earn another 60 grand and still got the Commonwealth Seniors Health Card. It's extraordinary. Mm. It's a prize card for retirees who have got too many assets to get the pension. Right. And the superannuation changes are huge as well. You can contribute the 75 after June 30 with no work test. Mm. But if it's a tax-deductible contribution between 67 and 75, you must pass the work test. But, mate, the work test isn't difficult. You've got to work 40 hours in 30 consecutive days in one year. Oh, right. So if you're 74, you want to get a tax deduction into your super, just get a job for a month. You know, that's all you've got to do. These days, people are howling for There's staff. There's plenty of work around. Oh, I, I, again, I don't want to sound like an old person, but if you're not working today and you can, then there's something wrong. Yes, and if you and now you can make catch-up contributions. Remember, it was twenty-five thousand was your tax deductible. Now it's twenty-seven and a half. From two thousand and eighteen, you can use accumulated contributions of super that you you haven't made. So if you're a couple and you're seventy-two and you've made no contributions for a long time, and you've got less than half a million. At June 30th this year, that, that's the year that the year before you make it, you could put $100,000 into super as a tax deduction using catch-up contributions. So if you're a couple and you had a capital gain of $400,000 from sale of assets, remember that's halved after discount. Are you with me? Mm-hmm. That's 100000 to each person in the couple. They make a $100,000 catch-up contribution to super. Capital gains tax is eliminated. But don't forget, it doesn't start till after June 30, 2022. So it's not and, and look, I had an email this morning from this lady. I'm 68. I'm frantic. I can't sleep at nights. I took 84000 from my super to lend to a friend. And she paid it back by a bank check but they won't let me put it back in the super. Well, of course not. She's 68, but the moment after June 30, she can put it back in the super. Oh, I hope you've helped her sleep at night. Problem solved, of course. Well. See, most people don't know what they don't know. That's the problem. 
Noel, uh, which is why we turn to you so often, my friend. And uh, now, always a pleasure, mate. And we'll also be turning to to Mrs. Whitaker for um, uh, renovation advice as well on our on our homes. Um, <laughs> happy wife, happy life. Dick. That's happy it. Happy wife, happy life. Look, you're you're a gem, Noel. And um, all I can do is suggest people go to noelwhitaker.com.au. Have a look at all things financial. It's simple, it's easy, it's retirement made simple, and it's so much more. The next time we speak to Noel, it's going to be about his new book. And I can't wait to to hear about that. And I can't wait to get my grubby little hands on it as well. And I'm going to fling it over to my to my son. A whole nother discussion. Noel, thank you for giving up your time. You're a great friend to your life choices. We wish you well. And uh, happy days on the golf course, my friend. And also remember that the new pension rate charts are on my website as well. Nolwhitaker.com. Sorry, beg your pardon. Got it. Thank you, my friend. Take care and we'll speak soon. Thanks, Dixie. Well, we hope you enjoyed our visit uh, with Noel Whitaker today. I certainly did. And remember, for over 22 years, your friends at Your Life Choices have been providing Australians with essential news articles and retirement resources like Noel. With over 270,000 members and growing, we are Australia's longest established and most trusted digital destination for the over 50s. I'm John Deeks, and on behalf of the Your Life Choices team, be well, be happy, and we'll see you next time.